This is Naz, and welcome to The Sun in Japan. If you're looking for a pep talk and a safe space for growth and reflection, you have come to the right place. Thank you so much for joining me. Recently, I was talking to myself. Well, actually, I do this all the time, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who does this. I was getting ready to go somewhere, and I was about to put on one of my favorite coats right now. And as I'm putting this coat on, a voice in my head pops up and says, Don't you wear this coat, like, all the time? Internally, I grimaced, feeling shamed by this question posed by my inner voice. This question and the shame that came with it felt all too familiar. I'll circle back to that, but let's talk a bit about the inner voice. When I was 20, I was diagnosed with depression. And for those who don't know, I'm now 29, almost 30, dirty 30, I'm looking forward to it. And at that time, when I was 20, I genuinely couldn't stand my thoughts anymore. The same thoughts seemed to ring in my head, no matter how hard I tried to avoid them. And I realized I had been doing this as long as I can remember, even as a child. I remember telling a friend how it felt like I had a cloud hanging over my head, and no matter how hard I tried, I just couldn't escape it. What ended up bringing me to therapy was the belief that I might have to kill myself just to get relief from these harrowing thoughts. I started therapy and my therapist explained to me what it meant to have depression and showed me brain scans of healthy brains versus depressed brains. And how depressed people have what looks like dark spots in their brains. I remember her also telling me about how our brains will follow the path of least resistance. Because my brain had grown accustomed to negative paths of thinking, I was more likely to easily follow that pattern of thinking. Amongst other very technical things that I cannot quite relate because I am not a qualified psychologist, but it is very interesting stuff. I will never forget the feeling I had a day or two into taking antidepressants. For the first time in what felt like my entire life, I was able to have a singular thought, observe it, and let it go. It was as if a higher being had opened my head and poured a giant jug of ice-cold water over the fire in my brain. Relief, finally. All my problems are solved, right? Wrong. For the better part of my 20s, I still struggled. I went on and off medication, in and out of therapy, highs and lows. But I am an advocate for the therapeutic and medicinal treatment of depression. Without it, I wouldn't be here today. I was still on my journey, and I still am. The road to healing is a long one. Throughout my journey, since childhood, I have always struggled with negative self-talk. Outwardly, I was the class clown, the funny girl, very loud, and maybe the picture of self-assuredness. But really inside, I had absolutely no belief in myself or my abilities. I had a feigned humility, telling myself I was undeserving and everybody else is better than me and deserves more. I also had crippling anxiety. Every day I was sure I would spontaneously drop dead or something would go wrong. I judged myself and others harshly. 
I still do, and I'd like to tell myself it's the Virgo in me, but probably it is the residual of my former self. So let us fast forward now. It's 2020, and we are in the pits of COVID-19 lockdowns. And my mom is really getting into the law of attraction and all the yummy things that come with it. I won't lie. In the beginning, I rolled my eyes because I thought, there goes mom. My mom is a project manager, so she is really good at convincing and mobilizing people. The living embodiment of could sell ice to an Eskimo. But I knew I had to change my thinking. Why did I think like this? My self-talk was so anti-me. Brene Brown said, talk to yourself like you would to someone you love. When I heard that, I was broken because it became apparent that I was my number one enemy. I would never speak to those I loved the way I spoke to myself at the time. In psychology, it is thought that our inner voice is developed from the patterns of speech from our guardians, along with other factors, of course. Do you ever say something and think to yourself, oh dear God, I sound like my mother? Yep, that's it. But also, the messages we receive as children impact the manner in which we speak to ourselves. Which takes me back to the shame I felt when I criticized myself about repeating the same quote. I was raised by my grandparents, which was overall great for me. But growing up, I was exposed to a lot of extended family. And there were particular family members who seemed to revel in raining on my parade, so to speak. Or anyone's parade, really. Misery loves company. Always ready with a negative retort to capitalize on an insecure child. Oh, you're excited about your birthday party? It's going to be a disaster. Oh, you think your mom can't stand you? Well, I'm here to confirm that. And here are 13 reasons why. Oh, you feel good in that outfit? You really shouldn't. People, I am not joking. The content writes itself sometimes. It really does. I internalized instances like this and others, and my inner voice was driven by these lies. Your mother does not love you. You were born by mistake. You are not good enough. You are not good enough. You are not good enough. Until I was 27, this was the tone of my inner voice. And whenever I was mistreated, I would not stand up for myself because inner voice would say, see, they see it too, you're garbage. Don't despair. My inner voice and I have come a long way and that girl is obsessed with me. Words have meaning and words have power. Many studies have been done in how words impact living organisms like plants, water, food, etc. Where positive words were spoken, plants would thrive. Water would create the most beautiful arrangements when crystallized, and food would stay fresh for longer. And when negative words were spoken, the opposite was true. How much more for you, a human being, a living organism, just trying their best in this existence. When was the last time you told yourself, I am proud of you, you can do it. I love and accept you. When was the last time you thought highly of yourself 
and poured some of the love you are so ready to give away back into yourself. A popular quote that has been said by so many people, I won't reference anyone, goes, You are what you think. Maybe you can start by thinking, what am I trying to be? And maybe you want to be kinder, or more loving, or more productive. And you can tell your inner voice to start from there. You are so kind. I love you, and I love the way you love. Well done for getting those things done. You are doing great. Changing the narrative of your inner voice is not easy. In the beginning, it may even feel a little embarrassing. But trust me, you have everything to gain from speaking life-giving words to yourself today. You are worthy of that. Well, that's all from me today. I hope that today you are able to see the light within yourself and the good within yourself and that you are able to verbalize it. I'm Naz and this is The Sun in Japan. I'll catch you next week. Bye-bye now.